Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thank you for joining us as we take a look at the book. And this time, it will be the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel has become a very dear friend of mine as I have studied these 48 chapters, which basically have two messages, a message of retribution and a message of restoration. You're going to find this study to be exciting as we come to better understand a timeline for the Jewish people as it leads up to the return of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and the establishment of the Jewish people once again in their land with a temple from which Jesus Christ, the Messiah, will rule and reign throughout the Millennial Kingdom. Well, don't let me get ahead in this study. It's going to be a thrilling adventure as you study through the book of Ezekiel. If you can take a few moments right now, I would like to play for you a portion of my introduction to this book. We'll tell you a bit later how you can get the entire study. Right now, though, let's listen to the introduction. The book of Ezekiel. We're going to spend some time in this book. This is becoming quickly one of my most favorite books in the entire Bible. I have come to know this man Ezekiel just so, so well. I love Ezekiel. He is a very interesting man. He happens to have had the uniqueness of being not only a prophet, but a priest. He actually had qualified to be a priest. How do you qualify to be a priest? Well, first of all, you have to study for 28 years. You actually start when you're two years of age studying by your mother reading the book of Leviticus. And the mother of the child, male child, who is in the tribe of Levi, which is the priestly tribe, will read the book of Leviticus, all 27 chapters of the book of Leviticus. They will read through the book of Leviticus to the child until the child can start reading the book of Leviticus itself. The first seven chapters of the book of Leviticus are a system of sacrifice. Six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven are a standard for priests, and twelve through twenty-seven a system of worship in a tabernacle or a temple. And so they study those priestly duties. Here is a young man at 30 years of age then who qualifies to be a priest. And before he serves the priesthood, he studied everything. Before he serves in the priesthood, Nebuchadnezzar comes on the second wave. Nebuchadnezzar made three journeys into Israel. The first one was in 605 B.C. He basically had been up in Syria, which is the area we know uh, probably as... Syria, Assyria, I meant to say, but where we know as Syria and up in that area and towards Iraq and Iran. And he had been fighting the Assyrian military might. You remember how the uh, different Gentile world powers had come into existence? There was the Egyptian world power, and then there was the Assyrians who defeated the Egyptians, and then from there the Babylonians, the Medo-Persian Empire, the Grecian Empire, uh, and then the Roman Empire. And those are these the six empires that had uh, come into existence but anyway he's up fighting he he was in from babel from babylon in what might, we know as modern day iraq he had gone to fight assyria and in the course of fighting them he defeated the assyrians but the egyptians thinking that this was an opportunity once again to come back to power had come through the land bridge 
the land bridge was known then as Canaan. It's what we know as modern-day Israel. It's a land bridge between three continents, Africa, Europe, and Asia. And so the Egyptians had come out of northern Africa up to the land bridge and are joining the Assyrians trying to defeat the Babylonians. He's, the, the Egyptians see the handwriting on the wall. By the way, Nebuchadnezzar was not the head of the Babylonian Empire. He was the crown prince which meant that he was the heir apparent to his father. And so he defeats the Assyrians. He drives the Egyptians back towards Egypt through that land bridge. He drives them back into their own country of Egypt. He settles that, and then he starts back towards Babylon. He comes again through the land bridge. He goes by Jerusalem. He sees a temple. It's different than the temple that he has in Babylon. And they have a different God, not Marduk, the God of gold, the God of the earth, but this is the God of heaven, and he is being worshipped by these Jewish people in the temple. And Nebuchadnezzar doesn't understand that, so he says, uh, I think I'll take some hostages. Ever hear that phrase before? I'll take some hostages and train them up in the ways that I want them to be, and then I can control these people if I ever have a problem. So he gets... Daniel and the three Hebrew children, plus uh, several others, and he takes them back to the Babylonian captivity. Of course, that's Daniel. Daniel chapter 1, at 15 years of age, these four Hebrew boys from royalty in Jerusalem are trained in the philosophy, in the language, in the studies of the Chaldeans. And they become wise men, and if you've studied the book of Daniel, you know all about that. He comes back again into Israel because he's still concerned about what's going on here. He comes back approximately uh, 597, and he comes back into the land, and he now takes out Ezekiel in about 10,000. Ezekiel has just turned 30 years of age, just qualified to be a priest, and so they take those 10,000 with Ezekiel, and they take him, we'll read it in just a moment, to the Chabar River. Now, the Chabar River is a tributary out of the Euphrates River just outside of Babylon, kind of the country crowd living out there on the Chabar River to a place called Tel Aviv. That's not the Tel Aviv we know today. It's the Tel Aviv that was in Chaldea or in Babylon. He takes them there. And then, of course, the third wave of Nebuchadnezzar into Israel is when in 586 B.C. he goes into Jerusalem, he devastates the city, he destroys the temple, and he takes those Jews, and we're going to read about this and what happened, back into the Babylonian captivity. So Ezekiel, now a priest at 30 years of age, not able to serve in the priesthood, is taken into the Babylonian captivity. It is there that God is going to make him a prophet. Go to chapter 24, verse 24 of the book of Ezekiel, and let me show you what is said about this man. Thank you for taking a few moments to study with me an introduction to the study of the book of Ezekiel. It is one of the ancient Jewish prophets who reveals to us basically two messages, as I've said, a message of retribution and a message of restoration. As we focus on the Jewish people today, we can come to an understanding of where God is in his timeline for the end times. This will be an excellent study for you to come to a better understanding of how God will work with and among the Jewish people 
in the last days. If you would like the complete study, because you've only been able to listen to the introduction at this time, but the complete study is available on our CD audio five-hour series of Ezekiel. For more information as to how you can purchase the entire study, you can call our toll-free number at 8-PROPHECY-8, and that's translated into 877-674-3298. Or you can go to our website and go to our shopping mall and make your purchase. Our website address is www.prophecytoday.com. Again, let me thank you for joining us with this introductory study to the book of Ezekiel. It gives us evidence of how close we may well be to the shout when Jesus Christ calls us up to be with him. And by the way, that shout could come at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...